Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here is here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA Investing System and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. Busy day here, so we're going to jump right in. Yield curve inversion continues to be the talk of the day, many pointing out that the last time this inversion happened was before 2007 in the financial crisis, now once again triggering recession warnings. But as Kip mentioned in yesterday's podcast, an inversion of the yield curve is not a direct indicator of recession right now. Going back to 1950, when the yield curve has inverted, it has taken an average of 19 months for the next recession to occur, and it's taken as long as six years before that has occurred historically. Historically also, a stock market top does not occur for another 12 months, and the average gain for the S&P 500 over that time is 15%. So at minimum here, this is actually a bullish indicator for the next 12 months. Another topic that has been covered a lot is yesterday's Dow point drop which was the largest of the year and the fourth largest point drop in history. This type of reporting is meant to mislead you and scare you out of the market. That is what the mainstream media is best at. Folks, do not let this happen to you. Let me give you some perspective. Right now, the Dow is within 8% of its highest levels ever. So, of course, the point decline is up there with the largest ever. It's at the largest point number that it's ever been at. So, When you look at the percentage decline in the Dow, you get a very different story. In terms of percentage, this was only the 280th worst drop on record for the Dow. That makes yesterday's decline look like the drop of a barrel. Nothing big is happening here, and perspective on this is everything. We also continue to see no signs of a recession in our fundamental indicators, and the VRA investing system is comprised of 70% fundamental indicators and 30% technical indicators. I'll take you through a few here. We continue to see strength in housing as mortgage delinquencies are at a 16-year low. We are long housing now. This morning, we also got retailed sales numbers from July, which came back with a strong beat. Sales increasing by 0.7% compared to estimates of 0.3%. If you exclude auto sales, retail sales were up a full 1%. Strong numbers from retail. On the technical side, we are continuing to see signs of capitulation as well. The put-call ratio opened the day at a big 1.7. Anything above a 1 is excessive bearishness, so 1.7 is pretty extreme. We did settle throughout the day. Remained above a 1 all day, though, and finishing at a 1.16 put-call ratio. Also, on the sentiment side, yesterday we got back the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey for the week. The bullish number did rise slightly, still right around its lows of the year at 23. Uh, Bearish readings did also drop a little bit to 44.85%. Still, at these levels, excessive levels of bearishness. And when you look at the Fear and Greed Index, the CNN poll, dropped to a 19, which is on their radar, extreme fear. And this is the lowest level for this survey since the beginning of the year. As contrarians, this is exactly what we want to see. We need to be buying when there's blood in the streets. Also today, we got news that the ECB, and this is a direct quote, has their 
big bazooka primed for September, meaning they are planning to begin quantitative easing again, and they're doing it aggressively, stated by the big bazooka uh, analogy there. We will go on record, though, as one of the first that we have heard to say this. We wouldn't be surprised to hear that the U.S. starts doing this as well. The ECB is going to be buying corporate debt. The U.S. does not do that right now. That is something that we see could be in the cards for us. We could be years from that now, but when everyone else is doing it to boost their economy, it makes it hard for us not to play by the same rules there. In other Federal Reserve news, we are also starting to get leaks that the U.S. Fed will aggressively cut rates in September. Could be cutting by as much as 0.5 basis points, even hearing reports as high as a 0.75 basis points cut. We've said it here for a while. This is the necessary move after the Fed raised rates too many times in 2018. This is the Fed's correction of that mistake and will make us more competitive globally. Now, all of this said, that is not to say that August couldn't have a few more surprises in store for us, but we continue to be buyers at these levels, continue to see that the lows of the year are close to in place, and each pullback provides another opportunity to back up the truck and buy. We still have 10 out of 12 VRA screens remaining bullish. That is extreme bullishness right now from the VRA investing system. Our markets today had a hard time processing all of this news. I just tip, touched the tip of the iceberg there, really. And our markets were volatile again today, jumping back and forth between red and green all day. The Dow was our leader on the day, finishing up 0.39%, losing a little steam into the close, finishing at 25579 just a few points away below its 200-day moving average. Not what we want to see. We do want to see it back above those levels and quickly here. We were followed there by the S&P 500, finishing up 0.25% to 2,847. The Nasdaq was our first index to finish negative on the day. Tried to rally, going into the close, just, just fell negative, finishing down a small 0.09% to 7,766. And lastly, the Russell 2000 was our biggest loser on the day, down 0.4% to 1,461. Looking at our internals, we did not get the results that we would like to see today, telling us that some of this volatility could continue. We did finish negative across the board here today, starting with advanced declines, finishing negative with 4,303 advances to 4,798 declines. New highs to new lows, also finishing negative, 413 new highs to 975 new lows, so just over 2 to 1 negative there. Also, volume was roughly one and a half to one negative right in that ballpark. Our sectors on the day, though, did look a little bit brighter. They were better throughout the day, but we finished still with an overall positive number with six out of our 11 sectors positive on the day. We were led by consumer staples, consumer remained strong, followed by real estate and utilities, all finishing up over 1% on the day. Our laggards were only down slightly, energy down half a percent, followed there by industrials and tech. Finally for today, looking at our commodities, gold was our only major commodity that we report on here to finish higher on the day, up now by 0.38% to 1,533 an ounce. Silver, right at the opposite, down 0.33% to 1,722 an ounce. 
Copper, roughly flat on the day, down a small 0.04% to 259 a pound. And lastly, oil, finishing down 1.16% on the day to 54.61 a barrel. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click our podcast link at the top. While you're there, check out our two free week trial as well for our daily morning updates on top of our daily podcast as well. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, as always, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.